is this tomorrow is an offshore bank that provides a discreet and totally opaque repository for 8.7 trillion yes trillion with a t dollars is this tomorrow provides you with a way to hide your obscene impossibly vast and illegally obtained lucre from the prying eyes of tax authorities who might snatch some of it and use it to pay for health care for the poor middle class and even the reasonably well off in society there is no purpose whatsoever in having your money 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 go to people who are obviously too lazy to even provide for themselves and who are frankly just a burden and a bore and have never ridden in a gulf stream yet or supped with heads of state while they drool defenselessly in your presence is this tomorrow is an amoral unscrupulous deceptive entity and you wouldn't have it any other way open an account with shane and compton at is this tomorrow.com that's is this tomorrow.com your money 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 is safe with us <laughs> um all right so are we doing this yep okay let me get i'm all everything's recording reclamped but i'm not really reclamped i'm okay yeah you had a long day so what you know it happens uh, what about you jeffrey what'd you do today yesterday was a long day oh my god i did a, a, a hundred things couldn't even tell you was that what reading and yeah. reading reading and writing Oh, okay. Work, work, and Jeff did work. And Skip went, went and skipped some rope for a little while. Oh, that's good for you there. Right, I made well. some soup. Oh, good. I, I think, Barry, well, I think we're diminishing returns already. We're finding out what he did. So let's get <laughs> into <it. laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, let's get into this proper. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock. That's Rob Elba. And ladies and gentlemen, this is our 100th episode tonight. That's so, uh, yeah, me and Barry are 100. drinking wine. We've made a little toast. We had for oh, our, our uh, sorry. Drink our glasses. There we go. There We're drinking go. a delicious. Um, this is uh, from really from the the, the, the cellar of uh, Orson Welles himself. This is. <laughs> we have a Charles Shaw 2017 California Pinot Noir. Nice. Made with organic Ooh, organic grapes um, from Trader Joe's, and it cost um, it cost four dollars. So um, I wonder if any if we have younger listeners that have no idea who Orson Welles is. They don't get the, the wine connection. I don't know. If you don't, if we turn somebody onto Orson Welles, yeah, there you there's go. nothing wrong with that, right? All right. Before we get into the show, I just want to give a congrats to our. Patreon winner, Mr. Javier Caballero. Javier. He won, uh, we, we drew his name live at the Laser Wolf, and he won the Interpol Turn on the Bright Lights 10th Anniversary box set. Uh, so that's on its way to Javier. and uh, It fetches a pretty good price on eBay, Javier. Well, there you go. So, uh, um, you I'm know, sure it'll, you we'll see it. it on there in about a week. <laughs> uh, become a patron yourself. Go to patreon.com forward slash TRJMH. Uh, $3 patron or more. Of the show, you're automatically entered in all our prize giveaways, and we're gonna have a lot. Sam of signed it though, right? So it's gonna ruin the value. <laughs> <laughs> it only makes it more. All right, so we have a guest tonight for our 100th episode. Who who are we talking to, Barry? Introduce yourself. Oh, this is this is Jeffrey Weaver. And Jeffrey, uh, uh, tell us what, and, what um, tell us what tell us what you won. <laughs> <laughs> what did you? What record I'm did you bring waiting. to us? I'm checking my email. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. It's it's it's, uh, it's uh, guided by voices B thousand from uh, yeah. four. Excellent. It's a pretty good. I, this is a good. It's a good hundredth episode record. To I agree. Do, right? Yeah, yeah. I agree. It's a classic. Uh, 
Um, yeah, so I'm curi- I'm going to really be curious on your take, because we did a Gotta Buy Voices in season one yep. with uh, Derek Hyde. We did uh, Propeller. Propeller. And Barry, you know, like many people, he, he knew of Gotta Buy Voices. Right. But wasn't a big fan, and yeah. didn't that didn't make him a big fan by any. I like this stretch. record a lot better. Okay, okay, good. This record to me is a much more of a coherent wreck work. Yeah. So. Well, this is considered one one of the one wants. of their classics. Yeah. yeah, their classics. And so, but Jeffrey, you you have appeared on the show before, and what was your what was your previous uh, choice? Oh, we talked about um, the Falls Dragon. That's right. That's also. right. The fall, the, which the is sort popular, of it was a very popular episode. It, it which was. I was surprised because the it's fall sort of a lost leader fall episode, fall record. You know, it's one of the like uh, lesser known, like well, early one, but cut it, out band. It's a great record, though. No, it is fantastic. Right. right. Especially right. Muzo <laughs> Muzo oh, yes, right. daughter. Daughter. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great record, and I did. That's a record that I definitely revisited after. Yeah, me All too. All right, so uh, B Thousand is their seventh uh, full-length uh, record released uh, June 21st, 1994 on Scat Records, uh, which was distributed by Matador. Right. So this was the record. They were together since 1983, but basically, you know, ignored. No yeah, one knew no. about them. Nope. And then, as we said, uh, in uh, almost called it quits in 1992, but then they put out... Uh, Propeller, yeah. which got them a little more uh, recognition, kept them in the game. Yeah. Uh, but this record, man, Jeffrey, like listening to this record, I realized it's almost like a great, it sounds like a greatest hits record yeah. to me because I, I know like yeah. every song on this record pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this, so you're obviously a big Gotta Buy Voices fan. I'm guessing you are, right? Jeffrey? Yeah. Yeah, I am. You yeah. are. And and you know what I, I was I was wondering because I I like because I I've been thinking man Robert Pollard he's like uh, we probably could have got him to come on the show if we'd have made a little effort <laughs> I don't know maybe but he's like no other he's like no other songwriter be, uh, that I know of because he just for the sheer volume, volume yeah, uh, that, yeah. Uh, and not just the volume of songs but so many great songs but you know what I, 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 I like Googled like uh, most prolific songwriter that. His name doesn't come on, uh, uh, up at all. I found a, a Rolling Stones list of 100 greatest songwriters. Robert Pollard's not in there at all. So not. it's like... <laughs> well, that's outrageous. That's outrageous. Yeah, well, right? Rolling Stones sucks. But so to me down. and you, but then I'm thinking, Jeffrey, are we just like kind of uh, like gas, like uh, reverse gaslighting ourselves? And yeah, it's right. like, I don't maybe, think so. Right? No, no I think no, that No, man, no, it's just, no, it's just, it's just you know, in, in however many years, 20, 30 years... Um, because you know it's one thing to, to you know make a big deal it's like you can't read about Guided by Voices without um, you know without somebody mentioning the glut of records but the the real deal is just I mean they're great songs like the melodies are extremely I mean, catchy just everything about them you know um, so no we're not. We're not. Okay. Good. I just wanted to get. Uh... Well, I also noticed on this the 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 there's some the um. Prague and classic rock influences are way amped up on this one. Oh yeah, a lot oh yeah. Where you're like, oh, like especially, I just want to say, like Sid Barrett era Pink Floyd. Something about the way he sings and um, makes mm. me think of that that Sid Barrett era Pink Floyd. Oh, okay, okay. And especially this, there's a song about. The kicking of elves, yeah, K- kicker of elves, kicker of elves. <laughs> That's just like something Sid Barrett would say. You know, he's the head of song about a dwarf, right? The dwarves. Yeah. So, 
All right, so this album, most even though like earlier records uh, they had done in studios proper, yeah. but this record most uh, most of the songs are were done on um, on four track machines or just home recorded uh, devices. Yeah, sure. And there was a lot of. I think uh, entirely. I think all of them. Right. I think yeah. They were nothing done yeah. in a proper studio. But the thing is about the record is the the so it has a whole the whole thing has like a thrown off lo-fi like one take feel. But and and, and that does add to the charm of it. But ultimately, this there's great songs. The yeah. songs on here are just great songs. Yeah. And uh, I've got one stuck in my well, head right now. So yeah. Yeah, I didn't really know. You know, I got this. I got this record, you know, I got it on CD when it came out that summer, because at that point, um, they kind of broke into the press with um, Repeller. And so I guess on a kind of minor level, this was really sort of like highly anticipated, you know, okay. to some small group of people. But I remember getting it and um, not getting it. Oh, oh really? Okay. I brought it. I brought it home, and you know, I'd read well. This is lo-fi music, and I, I'd been accustomed to listening to, you know, Sebado or maybe Royal Trucks or Pavement Records. Sure. Right. And those um, those bands also have kind of a, I don't know, like a lo-fi attitude. Kind of. Yeah. True. Like it's just kind of like, you know, just sort of like maybe. More, more sloppy kind of rock and roll. Yeah, and right. it didn't jive for me when I first heard this. I was like, wait, this is really... It was strange to hear these really triumphant... Yeah. Kind of like, yeah. As you said, like proggy, weird, you know, songs rendered this way. Sounded like they recorded and on a cassette four-track machine in somebody's, you know, like in a cheap studio. It was. It is an odd yeah, juxtaposition. But also sound like they're like... A century old, like dug up, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Dug right. up well, from I under the ground. It, well, and some a little, of it was, was right. Jewelry some of these, some of these recordings go back to the very beginning of the band, right? There are oh, some yeah. older oh, yeah. oh, they, songs, right? They, they, they do, but I mean, they sound weirder than being merely lo-fi. Like, yeah, true. exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're right. There are little things going on it that make it just sound. A lot of it just sound really just kind of. Alien and yeah, which is by odd. design, but it's all really it's all by design by Pollard because he's yep. an artist and the art he does is a coll- he does these collage things and he just like cut and paste things and that's kind of like what he does not just with songs but with his recordings with his records he'll just because you'll hear in these songs sometimes there'll be like a something will drop in something will drop in or come out or it'll cut out but it's all it's all and like of, in the you're never sure okay how much was some of it some of it is intentional some of it is just by accident happy accident where happy. they go oh that's cool keep that leave, leave that in obviously right. yeah there's some songs where anyone any normal person would have gone oh we should do it we again should, yeah. probably yeah. or yeah <laughs> but yeah. that wasn't done or, no keep 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 that and and recreate it yeah yeah, well, yeah i yeah, think right. there's that's part again. of the thing Second too time. is to go back if yeah. something weird happens they might go back and actually yeah use that as an element in the uh in the piece yeah. right but there's but i was thinking just listening to this i was thinking uh, any uh, any band, a, a band would be lucky to have this many classic songs in their entire catalog. Oh, true, that's yeah, on this sure. record. That's yeah. just on this one record. Yeah, and isn't this? Um, that's it, crazy. And you know, and they they left off. I'm sorry, bro. They, they left off. I think they left off like forty or fifty songs. From right, right. They went in <laughs> and pared it down to twenty songs. Right, yeah. right, right. Well, there's a there's a, an addition. Like there's a 
there's a like a playlist on Spotify that's got a bunch of extra stuff on it. It's the uh, uh, B1000 playlist, and it's like 40 songs. So there's like 20 extra songs. He, yeah, he, he they released the director's cut. Ah, uh, that's what maybe that's ago. what it is. Yeah. Right with the with the with this. I think it was a sequence that that Bob had originally intended for the record. <laughs> right, um, right, right, right. But what's really strange is because, you know, he's so famously obsessive and constantly rearranging things, changing the title, you know, scrapping an album, starting another one, that he let go of... Um, he gave these tracks to um, the guy at Scat Records, Robert Griffin, and... Robert Griffin said that he just sort of arranged the first eight just as if he was making a mixtape for a oh, friend. Okay. Oh. Yeah. And then and then said, try this. And it, it's just odd to imagine, but Bob was like, oh, yeah. Of course, <laughs> this will be side A. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So he, he he got it perfect. All right. And Scat Records, aren't they, weren't the Grifters part of that? Uh, wasn't yeah. they also? Well, they were part of that whole scene. I don't know. Were they also on Scat? I don't know. I, I kind of think maybe they were on Scat Records. Um, I think I remember that, that coming that, up. Yeah, that, they episode, definitely came up yeah. in that episode. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's get let's start getting into the record because there is a lot. Even with the pared down, uh, there's a lot of songs. <laughs> there's a lot of yeah. songs on there. Uh, opens up with a bang. Uh, we get right away. We get uh, so Barry. You were talking about Prague. Um, Pollard calls the the four P's of yeah, rock. Yeah. Pop, punk rock, progressive rock, and Psychedelia. Psychedelia, which starts and, with a P. And so. you get, yeah, and, and you get uh, kind of a little bit of all that in this first song. Let's listen to a little bit of Hardcore UFOs. Sitting out on your house, watching hardcore UFOs, drawing pictures, playing sodas. Little bits of, of all those things uh, in there in uh, in like a, a less than two minute songs, and um, yeah, the thing is with so many of his songs, they they sound the lyrics sound kind of cut up and random, but they also a lot of them are uh, evocative and a bittersweet. They sort of paint like this kind of like oh, bittersweet sure. feeling, yeah. right? Yes, melancholy. Yeah, I think melancholy. there's a, I think there's yeah. a real. Yeah, I think there's a real, there's like, there's an undercurrent of sadness, I think, in most of these songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah sitting, sure. So this one, sitting out on your house, watching hardcore UFOs, drawing pictures, playing solos till 10. Mm -hmm. Are you amplified to rock? Are you waiting for a contact? I'll be with you without you again. <laughs> so yeah, it kind of paints a picture of like just... Uh, Longing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Doing fun stuff and... Right, right, right. Somebody's right. not around, you know. Yeah. Right, and, plus and like, I, no, it, like uh, I, I think all but you know, all but maybe one or two other songs on on the record. It's, it's just you know, this is another. The thing is 
about Bob Pollard is the whole the whole approach is you record everything, like every little yeah. thing you've ever done. Right. And then you additionally name everything. You give everything names. <laughs> okay, and then right. you additionally and then you additionally make art for everything. Right, so right. you're prepared. So he, well, you just you know, these things are constantly floating around. He doesn't slow down. I think probably like most of these tracks, they just dug this out. It was a different it was a different song before. You can listen to an earlier version of it. Okay. Lyrics, but um yeah, most of this stuff is just you know, you can sort of imagine them sifting through um, <laughs> lyrics and collages. Bo- boxes of and, cassettes uh, and things, you know. Yeah. What about this and, one? And you and can I hear the machine, cassette machine going. Yeah, when I say they, I, I, I think, I usually think that way about Bob and his brother Jim. Right, right, which Jim Pollard was still involved in the band, and he gets uh, co-writing credits on a lot of the songs, including this this next song. The second song on the record is uh, co-written uh, Robert Pollard and Jim Pollard, and it's called Buzzards and Dreadful Crows. It's great, and there's yeah. like a Procol yeah. Harum or like 60s. Mm. There's something in there like a 60s English vibe that's just oh yeah, sure. yeah. It just you just it's right there, and you you try to grab at it. I remember this from Propeller, and you kind of ne- sometimes I never can get. No, because a lot of that. See, for, right. for me, I'm so I've heard so many of these songs so so much, so many times. But for Barry, I'm thinking, isn't isn't it true? They almost sound familiar right away when they you do. hear them. Yes. They yeah. sound yeah. like familiar, yeah. like yeah. oh yeah, he's, it's almost he's like you tapping can almost into sing the, a, yeah. the, the the rock and well, roll think, consciousness. You yeah, know? <laughs> exactly. I think that was that was one of the most exciting things about when this when this clicked for me. It was like, oh my god. I've known this song forever. <laughs> yeah, you get that feeling. Like, yeah, like, yeah, how have yeah. I always known? Now this I, song? I haven't listened and, to Propeller again. Of, I'll list. I'll definitely yeah. listen to this record again. And also, I should just thank to Rat Bastard for hooking me up with the uncompressed audio files. From oh, the, look at Rat! So, which <laughs> yeah, Rat? apparently, which with a lo-fi record, I'm, I kind of was thinking to myself, "Am I just wasting my time?" But he came through, and oh, it'll good. sound it'll sound a little bit better because of that. Uh, well, Rat Bastard is the local. Uh, um, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, proselytizer. Proselyte. Proselyte. Uh, yeah. He's the guy that I discovered. Guided by Voices. He gave me a mixtape way back when in the early '90s, and uh, yeah, he he turned a lot of people down in South Florida onto them. I think mm. I think by this time, Robert Pollard must have a restraining order against Rat. Uh, some <laughs> I think that sort. came up during Propeller too. Yeah, the restraining order aspect. Of it. Uh, but yeah, it just sounds so familiar. It sounds like uh, buzzers and dreadful crows and. <laughs> 
a necessary evil, I suppose. There's something in this deal for everyone. Did you really think that you were the only one? <laughs> See, I love when he does stuff like that because he's kind of, I feel like he kind of taps into this universal rock thing. He is. You know? Yeah, yeah. And he's but also he, given you, like the, some of the best rock songs, he's given you just enough detail to make you wonder who he's talking about and what exactly he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's the Donald Fagan thing where it's like he tells you, oh, you know. Just enough so you're like, fuck, I really want to know more about this. Right. And that's that's like with this record, the same thing. You're like, oh, I want to know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the okay. vocal the vocal is so the vocal is so um so confident. I mean yeah. on all these songs actually. You can yeah. see like he just he just really steps into it. This song is kind of a creepy song too. I mean, well, yeah, you know, buzzards and dreadful crows. So yeah, yeah. it's uh, uh, it's kind of like a death march song in a way. Like, oh, yeah, life is sure. just a death march. But he always managed to make it sound anthemic because because he's just got that that yeah. rock. Roger Daltrey rocker delivery. He does. Which you wouldn't expect for this kind of music, so it sort of no. makes it all. It's an interesting, uh, and he's got that, well, he's the Midwest, you know? I think he's got the Cleveland Rocks. He's it, where he's from... Um, uh, Dayton. 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 So, that, you know, Ohio's a notorious rock and roll state, so... Yeah. Uh, all right, now we get uh, uh, among anthems. This is uh, anth- one of the biggest. Probably this might be one of the first uh, "God by Voice" song I ever heard. It's a classic song. Uh, let's listen to a little bit of "Tractor Rape Chain." Mm-hmm. And I, I can't get. I know. It's and, like and a like, dream. It's like when you not, wake. Right? It's like when you wake up from a dream and you're like, oh yeah, I remember it's just that on place. The tip of your tongue. You're I remember like, that place, and, and it just, I'll, it just drips away, it. yeah, and, it's and it's not it's there. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's yeah. Beautiful and so epic, and and you know, like most of these songs, I mean, I, probably a lot of your listeners, I would imagine, have heard these records and have, and have seen this band live, but it's not. That, that sounds more like an accusation than an actual comment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of them. Yeah, but okay. I think, you know, this. it's hard for me to hear this song and a bunch of these on, on this record without thinking of the live experience. Yeah, that's true. I, I was thinking equal, that which too, is equally, yeah, Jeffrey. Which, yeah, which is equally uh, profound, but in a totally different way. It is, because they um, became... What, what an, 
yeah, when when they first started actually playing, when they got recognition and they he got like his whole band together and they played out, people were surprised because they thought they would be this like little twee experimental sounding band, and he it's rock and these roll. guys wanted to rock. Yeah, yes. so these guys came out. No, rocking. it is so. It is. It is so full on. Just yeah, and, perfect and, and, live and, rock and roll experience. And by the way, it still is. It still is, you know, and it also just so happens smoking. that all, yeah, that all these songs lend themselves totally to that as well. Yeah, which is so. What is the likelihood of that? That they could be these little sort of jewels, you know, that are just kind of very sort of careful in some ways and kind of delicate on record, and then live, it's just you know, just well, yeah, you can see the um, you can. And, there's and a lot of live footage on YouTube that you can check out, and so I went back to like this era to see and i'm guessing this was the last record with a classic lineup is that correct or was this the did he change you know this i don't know because this, this record didn't re, it wasn't really even a band yeah they didn't have they record. still didn't have a band they made, uh, by this and you know record. you know we were talking earlier about how um about how they split up um you know propeller was going to be their last record they split up after propeller got its you know, so-called success because he didn't have any money. Yeah. He was borrowing money to make these records. Right. So there was not really a band per se for this record. I mean, my understanding is it was basically just Bob and Jim most of the time and Tobin Sprouts um, should mention Tobin Sprout because this is when he really steps into the Guy DeVolution's picture. Oh, yeah, and he has so many uh, great songs in, in, in on this to- record. In, right, in Toby's basement. And Toby had a um, four-track machine and had a kind of mastery over it, and uh, well, there's and some then there's some great people, guitar sounds on this record, even though they're recorded like lo-fi. Just the the way yeah, Bob, Bob that, plays a lot of the guitars on this record too. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. I was wondering that. That's cool. I think I think mostly this mostly this is uh, Bob and Jim in Toby's basement, and then people would just come by. You know, they had a couple different right. bases. But most of the bass, they, they, you know, what happens is Bob would come in, show the drummer, Kevin Finnell, you know, teach him the song real quick, no rehearsal, no practice. Right. Goes right. Like this. Yeah. And then, and then they, then they record those two, tra- the drums and the guitar, and then they dub in the bass and the vocals afterwards. But the bass, most of these songs, I think it's Tobin Sprout on bass and it's not a bass guitar. It's just a. It's just a guitar you down. <laughs> playing, I've done playing, that. Um, yeah, I've playing done two, that. playing you know, just two or three. Yeah, strings. I was at Guitar Center the other so, day, and there was a bass for sale for fifty dollars, like a Yamaha bass. And I, I need a, I need to buy a bass, but I, I can't pull the trigger. I don't know what the problem is. Rob had a, Rob had a PV bass that he was using that I had played before, that. Someone gave him, and then he got the nice bass, so he gave that bass back. And I was like, oh, man. I know. That, that bass actually played really good. <laughs> oh, well, what are you going to do? Um, <laughs> yeah, all right. So that, uh, yeah, yeah. I just left. Now, I, I, it, it's really hard to dig in a lo- to a lot of his lyrics and everything, because a lot of them are just very, you know, they're, uh, they're, they're, it's just hard to dig into them, because they're very yeah. extreme of kind. Yeah. But this song in particular, did you, because I found some stuff about t- what uh, tractor rate chain was. What he might be referring to? Did, did, did you ever yeah, get into that? I don't know. Because the, all right, the, yeah, the, no, I haven't. I haven't. I do know that this is one of the songs. When they recorded these songs, they did again. They didn't. They didn't jam. Bob comes in with song titles. 
Oh, right, 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 right. And he says, this song is called this, and then they're figuring, you know, they're writing the music out. So this, I think this is one of those songs where he said, oh, this is an awesome title. This is an awesome name for a song. Right, right. Let's see if we can make music that lives up to it. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay, but the parallel, yeah. all right, so what I found, though, the parallel lines in the song refer can refer to the lines a, a tractor leaves yeah. in a rapeseed field. Oh, yeah, something sure. called right, right. Field. Yeah, yeah, sure. And it's right. a metaphor. If you read the, like that, it's sort of a metaphor for a relationship. We call it um, canola oil because rapeseed people don't want to know about. They, no, in Europe, no. and in Europe, they, <laughs> yeah, in yeah. Europe they, they call it rapeseed, but here we just call it canola oil. It's not, right, it's right. not a marketer's dream. Is so it? it's not. Right, right. Uh, and, it's, yeah, it's crazy to see a bunch of people just singing along to this song. But uh, when you look at it that way... Um, it just parallel lines on a slow decline tractor rape train. Better yet, let's all get whacked on a on a trap tractor rape train. Speed up, slow down, go all around in the end. So it's kind of I think it's like a relationship where they're parallel, so they're never going to actually meet. Yeah, you know, right. and it's just uh, they well, keep growing. Well, also apart. tractors, like when the tractors are plowing a field, like especially an old timey tractor, like there'll be a um like a on the like a the chain would be actually they use a chain to like drag and pull down the stuff so it's actually part of the being from the midwest he's got a you yeah, know yeah, first hand yeah. uh, first hand eye view of the tractor mechanism so the uh, so, so the mm. next one is a short one you could just play it in the background but it's the goldheart mountaintop queen directory but that's uh this is a beautiful song um it's one of these another one where the lyrics i don't know if the lyrics mean anything but it sounds so poignant like wistfully poignant when he's yeah. singing it um I think uh, if he's yeah. able to remember them to play them live, they probably do mean well, something to him. Well, sometimes he does. <laughs> oh, really? Not always. I think. They, I think they, no, I, I think they. Third verse, same as the they, first. They, they always. I think they always very much mean something, but they, you know, they yeah, mean they do to him. Poetical. Yeah, they they this do. This song to him in particular. Sure. This song in particular. Again, my understanding of it, if Bob wrote this song on acid. Oh, and, okay. Um, okay. There you go. He was looking. He was looking at himself in the, in the mirror. Yep. In the bathroom mirror, and he saw his face turn into his son's face. Oh yeah, right. I and remember reading that. And he started, and he started crying. Oh yeah. And then he went immediately, which is the case with all of these songs. There's no time in between thinking of these songs. And oh, they're just like bam, right? He went. He went immediately, and recorded it. Wow, because oddly, um, LSD figures into the um, the Grifters record that we uh, one sock missing that we did as well. Which uh, our guest Chris White, his theory is the the album describes an uh, an acid trip from start. Oh to yeah, finish. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, who's Mae's iPhone? I just realized now, my someone Mae's uh, iPhone took o- took over my thing and it won't let me. Play. Anything now? Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hold on, it's back to me again. I think. All right, let's let. <laughs> so let's listen to a little of this next song here, which is called. Uh, Pardon our. Which is senior moment. Hot freaks. <laughs> Me 
again again i go oh i know where the, i know there's it's and i swear to god oh really <laughs> it's yeah i'm like oh i know that what he's doing there and who that is and where he's listening to i never get there it's like a dream it's so bizarre it's like he's got a <laughs> he's got a finger he's got his finger stuck into the right sort of that 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 thing and um he does it in a way that's extremely sly like you know fucking, i didn't Go ahead. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't know this until this week. You listening to the record, but I guess um, he's sending up King Crimson here a little bit. There's a song called "Ladies of the Road," which is oh yeah, sure. Kind of, um, oh yeah, sure. The lyrics. You know, Ladies a lot of, of the um, road. Maybe that's what of, I'm hearing. Yeah. A lot of a lot of innuendo in the verses are you know. She said a lot of um, double entendre. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Ladies of the Road's about hookers. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, for sure. I met a non-dairy creamer explicitly laid out like a fruitcake <laughs> with a wet spot bigger than a great lake. <laughs> she took me to the new church and baptized me with salt. She told me liquor. I uh, am a new man. Yeah, I am yeah. a new man. That's yeah, yeah. so funny. So he's... Uh, so I, he's can't, I can't hear... I, I can't hear Bob... Um, calling out <clears throat> hot freaks in the song without thinking every time I listen to it about I guess again this is recorded in, in Toby's basement and it was super hot and the story is that <laughs> they had all the windows open in the basement and Tobin Sprout's wife was having a garage sale but Bob Bob, Bob was just Bob was just Stuffing in the vocals, you know, with headphones on. Yeah, so that's all they can hear. Looking at books and trinkets, whatever they can hear is this guy screaming hot, hot freaks. freaks. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, all right, and now we get so this next song we get like a rare three-minute song that kind of takes its time a little. Uh, let's listen to it. Mm. And it's another great classic song. Let's listen to uh, "Smothered in Hot Yeah. Roger Daltrey, early '60s Who, like the like um, the way he's inflecting his voice on that is from Who Sell Out or from Oh, okay, um, yeah. Well, he has a huge Roger Daltrey fan, a huge yeah, Who fan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's never hit it. You know, it's, it's no. But right there, I went, oh, he's singing. He's singing like Roger Daltrey sang before. Um, Who's next? Where everything changed, He's, right? Right. You yeah. know, or Tommy. Even, you know, one sort of, of the, yeah, one of the um, just about the Who. I, I, I guess 
One of the one of the ways that this, they ended up using this title is that B thousand sounds like Pete Townsend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what where did is that where it comes from? Yeah, who knows? He just... So I, I think what I think what happened was is that um, Bob or Jim were driving around and saw uh, a mile marker that said V one thousand. Okay. And if you've been around these guys, I mean it's constant. Uh, identifying things on menus, on signs, oh, right. how you write things down, coming up with albums, and then maybe that lingered around, and then I believe at some point, one of them, Bob probably saw, do you remember that movie Beethoven, the dog movie Beethoven? Yes, yes, yes. That, I guess it was, it was, on, a, it was on a marquee at a movie theater, but they had run out of these, <laughs> and you, you. <laughs> And these things, and these things just kind of started like you know snowballing in the subconscious, and then you end up with that title B thousand. That's funny. Perfect. But this song, but this song, this is what this is one of those songs. This is one of those hundred songs where I'm like, oh, maybe this is the greatest song. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. Yeah, <laughs> it is, and it's also uh, I I gotta think some of these songs he talks about teaching, like he says in the song, "I'm gonna leave with you." You could teach me all you know. Which way will we mm. go now? Because he was a school teacher right up to the, this. Was finally the record where they got to like quit their day jobs uh, and be okay. a band. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, but a, he is really no. He is really singing on this song about and a bunch of these songs. There's still that pull there. I think. Like, oh yeah, right, or not, right. Yeah, yeah. You know. But also the vote, just just the vocal on the song, the way he climbs into that line that you just read, Rob. It's just such. It's just not. Again, listening to indie rock in the you know late '80s and early '90s, this was not like what you expected to hear. Right? No, right. exactly. Definitely. Yeah. Just, just really, just genuine feeling and kind of like a you know strange kind of optimism and um, really kind of uncool in a lot of ways. When you think about, yeah, like, yeah, you know, the whole slack, like the whole, you know, the whole. See, that's what he's talking. That's the thing I don't like on. about. So we're gonna st- you're gonna start up a pavement not, argument. But that's yeah, no, what he's don't saying. Start it on pavement. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but that's the, the that's the thing. Yeah, that's 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 what you're talking about. Yeah. There is kind of the thing that I yeah. that I feel. Yeah, that um. But you know, whatever. It's uh, apples and oranges. They're both different, valid, thing. different yeah. things. But that's that's the thing that really draws me, and I think draws a lot of people too. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, the, and the next one is just a little, very pretty little, perfect little trinket. Yours to keep is just an acoustic guitar and Bob's uh, voice um, singing just like these uh, he just did these little pretty little songs that are like one minute long mm-hmm. but they're so uh, evocative you know and uh, and there's something you go back to and you just say man that, that is such a such a good pretty song and uh, yeah and then the the uh, the side ends uh, which I did because uh, this is, but you you had this on CD, so it just I guess there were some sides. But uh, no, but it, but I I'm old enough to still immediately think okay, you know, side A and side B, and on this album in particular, it's so clearly. I mean, for me, this is the sort of like perfect album side. Yeah, well, ending, here's another. Yeah, song. here's like, the, I can't. And, I, yeah, the last song on this. Uh, it's another one of his am- anthems that he seems like he could just throw off, write these anthems in his sleep. Uh, but let's listen to a little bit of Echoes Myron. Tower to the skies, an academy 
all fall down. Uh, just a classic. No, I messed 60s up. pop song. Yeah, yeah, but it's so. Yeah. But it's like I messed up. I messed up though. I messed up. You thought something that's else was that song. You thought that it was no, going to be a different song. song. <laughs> no, oh, that no. is yeah. When he said that, I just yeah. remember that Echoes Myron is the, is the greatest song ever. I know it's like, and it's like you know, people say oh, he just writes so many songs, but it's like you go write a song like yeah, that. Yeah, no. <laughs> right? uh-uh. uh, yeah. It's like it's not. It sounds easy. It sounds like oh yeah, that's a little, but, but it's like. Well, I think also he's compelled. I think that oh, he, I don't yeah, think it's not. Be, yeah. I don't think he has a choice. I think he has to do. Yeah. It, or he'd probably lose his mind. It's like an ocean. He does not, he does not, he does not stop. He, I think, you know, I think he does have a little bit, kind of a short attention span in that regard. Okay. But he just doesn't, there's such a tremendous enthusiasm for music yes. around this guy, you know, like he just, he, a lot of these songs I think are really just about rock and roll right. and he loves rock and roll, and you can hear it in all of these songs, yeah, you know. Right. And um, and yeah, they, I think they just they come fast and furious. And when they come, he has to get it out and move on. And then he decides that whatever he does next is better than right. You know, yes. the next thing is better. I'm familiar with that actually. That strategy of life, because I have that same problem, which is just like do it very quickly and then just don't never refine it. Just Keep moving. Ben, keep moving. Move on. No, but that's not bad. Yeah. That's not that's not a bad way yeah. to be. And and this I love this song also because in, in like in reading the lyrics and I, I've always loved this song, but I realize it's a, a kind of like a victory lap for the band. Because this is here's a yeah, long suffering totally. band that was around forever that everyone basically ignored and finally they're getting totally. paid attention to. And he says and he tells you of the dreamers, but he's cracked up like the road. And he'd like to lift us up, but we're a very heavy load. And, <laughs> and we're finally here. And shit, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And shouldn't it be? Or something like that. So it's like, they're just saying, well, shit, that, this is cool. That we're yeah. actually a band. That, that, those, those, that last, those last couple lines, that and shit, yeah, it's cool. It's just oh, it's so great. all time. Just it brilliant. Just, just make, you know, just writing these, just line after line of this sort of like, really evocative, colorful, and, and that kind of triumphant, you know, it's anthemic. Right, yeah. And right. then And then he just tosses off and shit, yeah, it's cool, and it's just so badass. And it, man- yeah, and it manages to make it like, you, yeah, you think it should be corny, but it's somehow it's not corny the way he delivers it because he's <laughs> no, so vested not. in it with, and uh, yeah. that it's believable. All right. So let's, uh, let's take a little break. Uh, we, we got through the first side of the record. That's amazing. The half of the episode. So we'll take a little break. We're talking with Mr. Jeffrey Weaver about, I would say probably uh, one of your favorite records ever by one of your favorite, one of your favorite bands ever. That's pretty safe to say. Right? No, one of my favorite records, by anybody. Ever. Okay. Sure. Okay. I had a feeling. Pop I had a feeling. All right. So All right. we're talking with Jeffrey cool. Weaver. We'll be back in a minute with more. That record got me. Tumorroll es un banco offshore que proporciona un repositorio discreto y totalmente opaco 
por 8,7 billones, sí, billones con un B grande de dólares. Es esto mañana le proporciona una manera de ocultar su lucro obsceno, imposiblemente vasto e ilegalmente obtenido, de las miradas indiscretas de las autoridades fiscales que podrían arrebatarle algo y usarlo, para pagar la atención médica de los pobres, la clase media e incluso los razonablemente acomodados de la sociedad. No hay ningún propósito en hacer que su dinero, 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 dinero vaya a personas que obviamente son demasiado flojas como para mantenerse a sí mismas, y que francamente son solo una carga y un aburrimiento, y nunca han montado en un chorro de corriente del golfo, o cené con jefes de estado mientras babeaban indefensos en tu presencia. Isdis Tumorro es una entidad amoral, inescrupulosa y engañosa, y no la tendrías de otra manera. Abra una cuenta con Sunny y Compton en isdistumorrow.com. Eso es todo. Islas. Distumorrow.com. Su dinero, 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 dinero está seguro con nosotros. All right. All right. Should we get back into this? Let's yeah. Let's get into it. All right. We're back. This is That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock. That's Rob Elba. And we're talking to our good friend Jeffrey Weaver up yeah. in uh, where, Massachusetts? Where again? Northampton. Northampton, Massachusetts. Northampton. I think yeah, technically Hatfield. Hatfield or like hat like on your head or had like a paddock fish? Hat like on your head. Hat like on your head. Okay. So how many? So Farm country. When was the last time you saw GB? Have, have you seen them like with this latest uh, incarnation recently? You know, the oh, inca yeah. incarnation oh, yeah. means Several. that like means like involves meat. Oh. Like like incarnation means like spirit moves into the flesh. There so. you go. That, uh, that's what it was like actually. <laughs> um, I took. Uh, I took. Yeah, I, I took. Actually, I took my older daughter. We went down to uh, DC. To see them at the Black Cat last year. Oh, nice, nice. And um, God, oh, the, I mean, the, the, every time, uh, you know, just uh, the band he has now, though. This band with uh, Doug uh, Gillard and uh, Bobby Bear Jr. and his, this band is yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, they're great. They're great, and they all, you know, they all love. The, it's funny too because they all love the music. You know, like they, yeah, you could tell they love oh, yeah. the music, and and even when it's a small crowd, I mean. You know, it's anybody that's been on one of these shows knows it's just. Uh, Wait, do they have? Do does they that have happen? That was my question. Now still. Yeah, people says it's still. Well, perfect. I guess it depends when. They, I guess it depends. I guess it depends where you know where they're where they're playing. Yeah, because we actually we went out. You know, it always California. has a feel. It's all relative. It always it always has the feel of a big arena show. You know, even. If yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I mean that's mostly yeah because I didn't get to see them. I mean I saw them. Yeah, I've, I've seen them in their different incarnations. Uh, Dare I say it again? Should I not that's say that? Fine. What's no, the word no, I no, oh, that's okay. a good word, but it just, that's the, the incarnation. It means the, um, 
I also yeah. think of Carnation in instant breakfast. Remember? Did, you, yeah, did your course. parents ever make that for you a little? I guess they. I guess they played. I guess they played a hundred songs on uh, New Year's Eve. On New Year's, yeah, they Ooh. played a hundred songs. Wow! I just want to mention that before the episode, I was concerned about my appearance, so I shaved. So everyone. Just uh, you know, so oh, everybody knows I did. I shaved. Did you do for this? Did you shave? I can, for I me? can hear it. I, can I, hear I it. thought it would come through. You know, somehow everyone would know that I was clean shaven. All right. Speaking of the song thing, I just want to tell you because remember I told you I googled like who was the most prolific. So if 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 you Google like who is the most prolific songwriter, like Bob Dylan comes up, but that's bullshit because Bob Dylan has written like 359 songs. All right, Irving Berlin supposedly more than. 1,500 songs. Ooh, wow. Robert Pollard has over 2,000 songs registered with BMI. Wow. Uh, over two thousand, <laughs> And now, and he's still releasing, like, um, at a feverish pace. I know, I mean, the last record I really got to listen to good was uh, the uh, Zeppelin over China Zeppelin one. Zeppelin over China. Which is a great, yeah. it's, it's a double record, and yeah. it's great. And he's released how many yeah. things since then? I think... Two, yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Maybe. So he's still going. So yeah, and uh, Google Google needs to get on that because you don't. His name doesn't come up at all. It's, and it's all like, about historian is written by the victor. History is written by the victors oh, or the <laughs> fans of Irving Berlin. All right, so let's get uh, we flip. If we have the actual album, we flip it over, and this is the first song on it. And another another. Uh, Excellent song and perhaps another callback to his teaching days. Let's listen to Gold Star for Robot Boy. <laughs> I had an epiphany earlier. He should license this to uh, to uh, to to Trump as his play-on song. And not tell him and just think yeah. and have him license well, it. Another for stupid to, rallies. This song has no. I, I there's no bass you, I, on I, it. I, it's just guitars. Right. What were we saying, Jeffrey? Go I, I, uh, I, well, no. I just. I actually just witnessed one of. Um, Bob's sort of just constant um, song spinning at a diner. Um, he picked a French fry off of Jim's plate and while eating it, sang cold fries for Robot Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing about this song this is, is it, it's the is first. What goes on. Yeah, the first appearance on this record, because it appears again, of the thing, an old Velvet Underground trick where you tune the. Oh, Susan's here to show me something. Oh, my God. Wow, my daughter just got into Stanford in the doctor. Ah, I knew Whoa. I knew she was gonna, I knew she was gonna. Holy moly. Where's wow. Henry? Let's wake Henry up and tell him. He's not asleep. <laughs> he sleeps during the day like a bat. Um, wow. So, oh, congrats to uh, I guess mm, a we'll previous be that record got me. I guess she did. Uh, that's right. Uh, my daughter, she did uh, St. Vincent's um, album. 
I'm so shocked. What was the name of the St. Vincent record? Uh, Actor. Actor, which is a fantastic record. You people need to go listen to that oh, yeah. episode. So proud. Another, let's have a toast to Adele. to Adele. Wow. Um, yeah, so uh, Gold Star for Rob- Gold Star for uh, Adele. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gold Star for Adele. Gold Star okay, for Adele. Let me finish saying what they did here, because they do it again. You take your top two strings on the guitar and you tune the E down to a B so it's a drone. And everything is the same except the top two strings are a drone. It is very Velvet Underground and sounding. There's another it. song in here where exactly the same thing happens and it's even more velvety. And I'm like, yeah, they did the Lou, he figured out the Lou Reed thing. Nice. And uh, that's the trick. So, um, wow. So good. And then we have a, a Tobin Sprout song, which you could play in the background just because it's a, it's a beautiful song, but it's another really short song. But Tobin Sprout has the luxury, I think, of only because he only has a, uh, a, you know, a certain amount of songs on the record. So usually uh, you would think he'll probably get his really good ones on the record. So that's True. why a lot of times his songs can be standouts on the record, right? Okay, because he picks his best stuff. Pollard's just like, more, more, more. Yeah. Like he's like French fries. <laughs> Another but, uh, Robert Pollard French Awful Brian. Bliss, uh, again, he he also uh, gets into that melancholy, just uh, beautiful thing, which uh, I think it's, mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of amazing that they're, a lot of times they're on the same page with uh, with something like that, you know? Uh, him and yeah, Pollard. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. then he gets an, another song right away, uh, two in a row for him, and... Uh, Let's listen to a little bit. Oh, and I was thinking about this, Jeffrey. If 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 Pollard songs are more Pete Townsend, what do you think about this? Sprouts are more Ray Davies. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, I can hear that. I can hear that a little bit. No, no. You know, I don't really. I, well, yeah, yeah, I can hear that a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Well, you have to agree. Always agree, Always agree with the host. I just want to say about, <laughs> Jesus about this. Christ. That's right, Rob. hundred <laughs> percent. No, no. <laughs> Do not agree <laughs> with right, that. Uh, come on. This next song actually, this next song actually is the one is the one record. I do think there are a bunch of songs that Tobin <clears throat> that Tobin had when they were putting this together that I, that I would have preferred to hear here. Not my favorites. Oh, okay. Oh, right, All right. right. Well, let's listen to uh, let's listen to a little bit of a little controversy here, but let's listen to a little bit of Mincer Ray. how oddly recorded the drums are it's like someone's got a microphone and they're standing next to the drum kit holding a microphone <laughs> that's probably exactly <laughs> what <my job. laughs> you know what actually that's a good that's a good that's a fine song it is. It's very, you can hear you can hear you can hear it a couple a couple times in this record you can hear their conversations playing yes <laughs> yeah what happens in the middle of and this all of a sudden this, there's talking this, yeah, it's, it's it's Bob and Jim talking about. I guess I've only I've only read this. I've never I can pick out little fragments of it. But it's it's Bob and Jim talking about their dad calling and telling him that he needs money. He wants money. <laughs> they owe money. Oh Jesus! Uh, oh, that's yes. awesome. Well, um, little slice Reverse of life parody. with the yes. with the Pollards. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we get. Uh, um, rumors all right rumor this next song rumors uh, that it could be about Ron Pigpen 
McKerman, McKerman, who was the founding the member dead, of the Grateful, Grateful Dead, dead young. because apparently yeah. uh, Pollard was an early Grateful Dead fan. So let's yeah. listen to a big fan of the pig pen. Set recorder there. That oh, music yeah, for that, that yeah. Yeah. and the guitar, the guitar riff from that is pil- pilfered from the Who. From uh, you take away the breath I was saving. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, From who? That never. Yeah. That dead thing it never occurred to me. I, I always thought it was just <clears throat> Bob kind of expressing his um, his appreciation for the imperfect. Like for the messy, you know. Oh, I mean, true. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Where okay. he says, um, you know, assembled to downgrade and um, cut with exacto and yeah. on is all good. Yeah. And um, it, it, impeccable arrangement of soft rock renegade. <laughs> I saw that's a great. Yeah. Line. Yeah. yeah. He, 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 you, when, they, the when they, he says that, you go. Wow, who's he talking about? You go like, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Impeccable yeah. arrangement of soft rock. When you think like Doobie Brothers, like Michael McDonald, Doobie Brothers, <laughs> or Yacht Rock, you know, some some ilk, some of that ilk. Maybe so. All right, and now we get a very pretty sort of circular. This is some of his uh, songs mm. have like a circular sound to them, and uh, this is another. Anthemic uh, one was listened to a queen of cans and jars. Jeffrey, are you, are you playing drums to that? I think I was, yeah. Yeah. You added are you to a the musician? whole... Are, are you a musician, Jeffrey? Uh, I played I play the desk. <laughs> okay. You were doing a good job. You were in time. Thanks. So that's good. Well, sort of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, face it, he's listened to it over the phone, and it's a lo-fi record, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Jeffrey, Thank you, Barry. Along. Thank you, Barry. You're welcome. <laughs> 
to see the light and try, but it's just not, that's no participation trophy. That's a real award you just got there. On jagged seas that can't be sailed and sought to lead but always trailed, ask questions anyway. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I love, uh, and, and all around the hunting ground, yeah. the dead were on display. <laughs> yeah. The queen of cans and jars will keep them safe. Ooh. So I don't know. Yeah. Again, who Something is he like, talking about? Well, What's like, he talking about? Queen of cans and jars. Like think about like, uh, preserved like insects and bugs or like preserved animals in formaldehyde and like, uh, mm. that's just kind of, you know, like science, old science classroom right, where you right, had, right, uh, right. Stuff lining the walls, and uh, that's yeah. just the vibe I got. <laughs> Queens of cans and jars. All right, and now we get. He doesn't. Bob doesn't write many relationship type songs, but I think this next one might be kind of relationship song. Let's listen to a little bit. Her psychology today. Exactly, PIL, but there's some beef heart in there, and there's also some um, uh, uh, just a 1982 sort of energy or 83 kind of. Yeah, it's also yeah, it's also like three, it's also like three different songs, right? By the <laughs> yes, way, that's yes. my favorite. That's my that's one of my favorite Pollard couplets of all time. When it's the, the first time it shifts, <clears throat> um, when she speaks, the flag unfurls and the heavens split in half. <laughs> She launches her attack in the opening paragraph. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. so great. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So right. incredible. And I think, I think this song. I think Bob also played the drums. I don't think he played the drums on this. But, <laughs> but, but. Um, it sounds a little. I guess step above it, you playing the desk a little. It but, reminded me of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's an achievement. Um, but, but my recollection is that with is that. You know, because a lot of these songs are just stitched, they're stitched together from other songs. Yeah. But in this case, in this case, um, Bob and Toby took turns playing drums, and then Bob told Toby to cue him every thirty seconds to play a different pattern. <laughs> and that they, That's so. And funny. then they laid that down, and then they, you know, and then they put the, and then they put everything on top of those sections. Yeah, that's cool. Mistaken, yeah, it's, that's what it. I mean, it definitely. The, the the first drum part of the song is really beef hearty with the little hi hat thing at the end. Oh right, yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Anytime anybody does that, I go, "That's Drumbo from Captain Beefheart," right and, there. And, but you're right; yeah. it is like a yeah. couple of different songs because he starts out with the thing, you know, things could get much worse, things could get much worse. But by the end, yeah, he yeah, says, yeah. "You know, things could get much better." At the end, right. so it's a little yeah. hopeful at the end, maybe. Yeah. And then, all right, so the next one, uh, it's a short song, so you could play it in the background, but it is the kicker, the aforementioned Kicker of Elves. Kicker, you know, Kicker said, of Elves is really... You, of, I, um, I, you know what? I, I like this song enough that... Let's play a little bit of Kicker of Elves because it's great. Okay. Let's hear this unadorned. All right, let's hear Kicker of Elves. Kicker 
search of the sickly sweet milk of selfish love and knife these for warm fresh blood Studded crown, the thief of souls, the parasites, the bugs of gold, this fertile land now spoiled and so Oh, yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> that's great, right? Kicker of elves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's come on. This is awesome. Yeah, and plus the prog yeah, thing, of course, that. because oh, yeah, you know, he's, yeah, yeah. he's simultaneously worshiping and taking the piss right, on prog. But he does it so yeah. straight yeah. face. Yeah. Like he doesn't break character, yeah, no, he does uh-uh. it straight face, which makes nope. it all the. Kicker of yeah, elves. That, I, think that's a, I think that's a good point, Barry. Like the prog stuff in here, he really does. He goes all the way in, but you never get the impression that he's just. Sending it up, right? Like no, no, no. He's he's he. You can hear the influences, and he also is indulging, like you know, the goofy part. Uh, he is. He's doing you a little know, the goofy and, side of Genesis. And, yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's doing the um. That's kind of a little Andy Kaufman on us, where you go, okay, you can't quite figure out whether he's um. Well, and because the difference is, I think we talked about this with half Japanese too, was that um. There's no dividing line for them between the um, the, the making fun, of, the having, the taking the piss, and the being serious. There's just it, it's all yeah. There, it's, it's all, all right there. The same, same thing. Yeah. It doesn't matter. That's right. Fair to say, yeah. 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 Um, all right. So this next one, we have a Sprout song. I hope you, you have to love this song, uh, Jeffrey. I don't. I don't know if we could be friends. I, listen, <laughs> no, I want to say. Listen, I even. Like, <laughs> I love I love all of I really do love and Tobin's songs on this track they're so right so Did this you, is another oh, wait, don't walk wherever you yeah, walk go back to where you were yeah. this is another song within a song because it starts with the Jimmy was a fly bit but then it goes into the beautiful Esther Day let's listen to a little bit of Esther's Day Jimmy was a fly got sucked in by an actor and wrapped in a cocoon Tight buffoonery. Now here's the plan. Scenes from Esther's day are running backward courses with a horse of different forces flying. Wings of films that seem to never see the screen. Couldn't bear to face their dreams. Down and out, couldn't bear to shout it out. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Again, I have no idea what. Yeah, well, I don't know, but I was gonna, I was going to say that your your um, Ray Davies reference earlier here, especially because yes, yes, this was the one that made um, me think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know what? I, I realize a lot of uh, Guided by Voices records are almost like puzzles. They're like little puzzles that you almost feel mm. like while you're listening to it, you feel like, I feel like the more I listen to them, there's different layers and surprises that come up, and it's yeah. like puzzles to uncover. And that's kind of what makes Oh, uh, They're totally constantly all, always uh, 
just coughing up new little things, right? Yes, yeah, right, I, exactly. I was thinking, actually, I was thinking about Barry this week, knowing that you guys were listening to the record. I was like, well, how in the space of a week? Yeah, no, you can't. Something like this, you know, like, no. how can this do The truth is, do you it, can't. Do yeah. what it does on you. you know? right. yeah, well, but no, it's a really cool record, but I realize that, you know, our, unless it's a record we're already familiar with, that we it is difficult for us to get the whole for everything to process you wouldn't have yeah there's too much to process it's oh, too much to too process much, right. in a week there is but yeah, but believe yeah, me there is yeah. you will get i i i i beg of you barry spend more time with it yeah yeah okay do it uh, hold it on be- hold on i got <laughs> i know this sounds ridiculous but i have a guest that's coming to i have to uh, get the phone so hold on one second oh, okay please stand by call her in nadim hey i'm here where are you um, where you brought me out by the pool? Where should I go? You're out by the pool. <laughs> Wait, Nadim is okay, here. Yeah, Nadim's here. Let me send Susan down to go to go meet you. Well, I'm near the. I'm on the pool side. Uh, where the uh, gate is by the pool. Okay. Um, yeah. Susan is going to come down, or maybe I'll send Henry down to go get you. Hold on. Okay. 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 okay thank you. All right. Okay. All right. Bye bye. I didn't know. No one told me Nadim was here. Because okay, I didn't know he was going to get here. Oh, okay. Um, let's go back. Oh, to so we just got here. Yeah, how do we go back? Je- Jeffrey, you there? Jeffrey, you there? Jeffrey, what the fuck? You got rid of our guest. I didn't know. You I don't know what our guest off. Yeah, I, you there? I don't Jeffrey? know what the fuck. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, good, good. It was my uh, friend the Deem. Who's, sorry, <laughs> I got to send Henry down to go get him. Hold on. <laughs> Stand by, Jeffrey. Dude, wait, you guys sound. Wait, why do you sound better now? You both sound. You've been a little bit muffly all this time. This Are you serious? Uh, who knows? Not, not only on my end on the phone, oh. but you sound very. Now you sound super crisp. Huh. Okay. Well, Barry, who knows what Barry did? <laughs> What's he doing? Maybe the one. No, what he is... said now we finally sound good to him. I know. I see I see that it's gotten better. Oh, how? Well, you don't know why though? It's a different because he got a better phone connection. Oh, it's you. It's all you, Jeffrey. <laughs> it is? Oh, because I called you back. Let's That's go. right. Oh, did you really? Oh. All right, guys, listen. Listen, let's do it. Let's yes, do it. start over. We should have done uh we should have <laughs> Yeah, you do sound better. You sound better. All right, don't worry about it. We're going along at the pool. You know what the gate I'm talking about by, by the street? Yeah, he knows. Okay, okay. so the ne- uh, so the next one you could play in the background. Uh, another really short one, but demons are real. You know what demons are real reminds me of something. Rokey Erickson would write. Oh, this okay, is yeah, a Rokey okay. Erickson thing. Oh, the title for sure. Right? Deliver this message to the one I love the most. I've lost all my money to a 300-pound ghost. <laughs> Squeaky was a sad child. The product of neglect got stung by a jellyfish demanding her respect. I don't know. For some reason, it sounds like Rokey Erickson. Yeah, it that, could be, that, yeah. That 300-pound ghost is, uh, I think, was a real person who... Who cleared out? Nobody saw him because he because he owed everybody money. Ah, okay. oh, a friend, a ah, friend, and also okay. and also for people who are familiar with the next record after this, with Alien Lanes. Right. It, this I think is the guy snoring on the song X Supermodel. Oh, okay, okay. Oh God, that's <laughs> that's, that's very like a uh, traumatizing. That's thing. A very, All right, so <laughs> on a record of GBB standouts. This next song is probably this. I think you're going to mend yourself again, as this may be one of the greatest songs ever (laughs) written. Uh, Let's just listen to a little bit of I Am a Scientist. Show you 
And I know what's right, but I'm losing sight of the clues for which I search and choose to abuse to mm. just unlock my mind. Yeah, and just yeah. unlock my mind. So, so he's a scientist that's maybe experimenting with drugs to open his. I don't. I really. I don't. I really. I don't think so. I, I think he's. I really think he's. It's about, an actual scientist. Uh, rock and, it, no, I think it's just about. Being a musician, making, yes, uh, right. Making okay. his music, making his songs. Okay. I shoot myself with rock and roll, and I also think this this is like, <clears throat> you know, this is this is really when um, now they're in it, right? Like, right. It's been touch and go for a while, and then, right. And this, this is like, geez, it's a long time ago now, right? But but this is I th- this is him just saying, oh yeah, this is my deal. This is, okay, this is what I, I think. I, so I, do, I think it's know? almost like. He, He's an addict, and his addict, uh, his thing is rock and roll yeah. is what is kind of like what saved uh, him. Okay, he's saying, okay. and that's his thing because he says, yeah. um, "I am a pharmacist. Prescrip- uh, prescriptions I will fill you. Potions, pills, and medicines to ease your painful life. Yeah. Yeah. I am a lost soul. I shoot myself with rock and roll. The whole I dig is bottomless, but nothing else can set me free. So yeah. this is what yeah. set this is what sets him free: rock and roll. Yeah, Music. obviously. Music. Yeah. Yeah. Music. We should yeah. welcome into the room. Um, Former that record got me high guest. Look, Nadeem, Nadeem Khan. I feel like I'm seeing a uh, celeb, a, a celebrity in the front. In the he's, flesh, he's driven down here for. Uh, he has an errand to run in downtown Miami tomorrow morning. An errand. That sounds. That sounds like a drug deal. Is that? <laughs> it's not. That's it has not, to do okay. with a trip to England and the kind of paperwork you need to go. Am I correct? A passport. How you doing? Which is expired. Which expired in 2019. <laughs> So Nadim will be going to the. Did you have any, have any problems getting through the um, a, a checkpoint into Hollywood? You were all right. They let you in. <laughs> all right. So uh, oh, Nadim did the uh, the swell map. Swell map. Yeah. Look That's at right. look at Jeffrey. What a, a good what a good fan of this podcast. Right. What a good he's a patron. That's why Jeffrey's a patron. Gotta, you can tell he's a patron of the show. I'm a patron. I also got to show up on the hundredth episode here. That's, That's true. right. That's for true. sure. Kind true. Of a big deal. Need a, need a, Flex mine. Kind of a big deal. All right, so we're almost at the end of this record. People, I, you know, I, I forgot about the song People. The thing is, when you have a song that comes after such a great song like I Am a Scientist, it's easy to get lo- to, to sort of overlook it. But People right. is another great song, right? Yeah, it's an acoustic, yeah. another like great acoustic balance uh, ballad on this record. Let's listen to a little bit of People. Give me the cost of the albatross and wear it around my neck for size, <laughs> and don't let it get you down. And we, but the thing is, you know, like some of these songs we already know came from long before 
they had made the transition to being a yeah a band a that one gave a shit, shit about, about. <laughs> right or the right right I think I really think there's I think there's only two songs on the entire record maybe three two or three songs on the whole record that were that were written new for this wow yeah this album yeah. But uh, yeah, what, imagine a, a band's cast off. These are about bands yeah, like right, cast offs yeah, right. that have been around for yeah. so yep. long. Um, yeah, and then it ends with the Sprout. You could play in the background because it's a very short song, but a beautiful, another beautiful Turbine Sprout song ends the record. Oh, uh, gorgeous. You're not gorgeous an airplane, song. just a little piano piece, uh, Tobin Sprout's. Oh, yeah, yeah, piece. right, right, right. Uh, uh, yeah, and just, um, man, it's just. It's, it's another it's record amazing. where we seem to have lost all objectivity and to just gush. But that's okay. <laughs> well, this is a record that, that deserves. I agree. Over, I, I, sure. I spent a lot of time with this on. <laughs> Riding the bus this weekend, using this album to drown out whatever unpleasant things are happening. <laughs> That's um, good. I think the bus is a good like listening thing for you, though. Because right? you just like you get like it's like you need something to like push it out of your mind. Like oh, you know, that guy's gonna. And that's <laughs> is that guy gonna? misbehave or yeah whatever um yeah but hopefully yeah like like barry said obviously a lot of our listeners are going to be familiar but there are there are people that aren't so i definitely urge people to uh, which 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 is really which is tragic because you know <laughs> how long no really it is because how long can i mean you know he's touring still you can go see this band yeah right and honestly i know i know this is kind of this is like heresy but really you talk about people like to people who finally plug into this music like for me this is lennon and mccartney ah, i knew you, you know, were gonna say the, the beatles thing right like, yeah but if it's not i mean i get a lot of it sounds like the beatles but i mean just those two sort of sensibilities kind of with the same i have to say not the same talent as a musician i understand that he's not a bassist on paul mccartney's level but just such a brilliant brilliant he's got great ideas songwriter yeah he's got great ideas and and for my money you know i'll take this catalog any day over what the the sum total of everything those two guys the the irving and the irving berlin catalog the entire irving berlin catalog (laughs) there you go (laughs) weaver just said it he'll take uh got my voices over the beatles any day so write your letters to him uh, <laughs> no, no, it is. It, it's it's awesome uh, record, and yeah, like you said, a band peace that's and love, still, peace and love, that's still putting out original music. <laughs> Don't right. send any more things from me to sign. Um, yeah, so thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks once again, uh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, yeah, thank another. you guys. You always bring it. I know you, you said do. you weren't feeling too well. You have a little sore throat or something. You know, well, he's up. It's cold. Or it's winter in Massachusetts. Yeah, what do you? Winter in Massachusetts. And listen, congratulations, a hundred. Yeah, thank you freaky, very much. Huh? Thank you. It's, it's kind of weird, right? Um, Crazy. All right, so next week, Barry, you know, do you remember we're virtually traveling uh, we to are, Germany? So that's right, to Hamburg. Uh, to sit down with Mr. Tom Smith. Peach of, of Immortality. Uh, and, to live and uh, shave in L.A. To live and shave in L.A. No, just notorious, um, cranky, and also... <laughs> Um, extremely prolific and, and intelli- very intelligent. Very intelligent. Mark, I, uh, opinionated. Opinionated. But he picked uh, the Saints, uh, the band, the Saints, prehistoric mm. sounds. By yeah, the Saints. right. Which is not their their punk rock classic. It's more of a. Um, it's got more of like an R and B sound to yeah, it. Yeah, but he swears this record I got him I high, and it's a, he's got I, a lot to say about it. Uh, and we're going to talk to him. That'll be our next episode next week. Don't forget, um, guys. Follow us. Uh, you go to Facebook. Uh, that record got me high. Instagram. We're at that record got me high. Twitter. That record got me high. On Twitter. 
Don't forget the email, hey assholes, at that right. We're hey starting assholes, to get some emails. Which, I'm actually, which <laughs> yeah. actually now forwards to the TRGMH33 hey email. So I don't miss any of your emails. Yeah, yeah, we'll get them all. Apologies, John Mahoney, who I and, ignored uh, for a while. Don't forget, uh, please. Uh, Go to Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash TRGMH. Become a patron like Mr. Jeffrey Weaver, who hasn't won, right. hasn't won a prize yet, but we just started giving up. Yeah, yeah he'll probably win. Yeah, what's, what's, go, what's going on with that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Patience, patience. Yeah. It's, a uh, ran- it's, it's, it's actually random. So, it is uh, random. It really is. The we least can, deserving may win the most. Thanks again, uh, Jeffrey. Thanks <laughs> yeah, again thank for being you. That was You're awesome. always a great guest. Uh, that's it. Thank we'll you, listen. guys. Thanks a lot for listening, everyone. We'll see you guys next week. That's Barry Stock. That is Rob Elba. Where that record got me out. Congratulations, Adele. We're out. Yeah, man. Congratulations, Adele.